Don't adjust your podcast apps, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Azeroth Coast to Coast for the second consecutive week. I know it's amazing. I know it's mind-blowing. Calm your tits and deal with it. Joining me this week is my living migraine, Mr. Kevin. Mm. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Last week, we spoke about 8.1.5 in World of Warcraft and the controversial changes that were coming into Hearthstone. This week, we are doing a Warcraft tinfoil hat. Uh, We're going to be talking about our ideas that will be coming with the Heart of Azeroth changes in 8.2, the rise of Ashara. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. How are you? I'm actually really chipper today. Can you tell? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in a good mood. Um. So with that, let's just go straight into what we've been doing this week. Kevin? Um. Did some raiding in World of Warcraft. We are now doing heroic on a regular basis, and we've Woo! gotten up to the conclave of the... What is it called? I get them mixed up between Conclave, Conclave and Coven and Council. I just call them three angry trolls, four angry trolls. That's what I call them. Four angry trolls. That's what we're doing. And it's a very (laughs) difficult fight. Uh, It's annoying. Yeah. And why were we having trouble on opulence this week? We got opulence down last week, but that must have been a fluke. So... This is going to sound rude. The way we were doing it, I don't know what it was. It felt like people had never seen the fight before, even though as far as I'm aware, everyone that was there has killed it before on Heroic. Yeah. I mean, the hallways leading up to Opulence are not easy. I mean, I'll argue that. I mean, maybe they're easy, but they're on the, at least on the left side, there's just a lot of damage going out. Like, I was looking at the numbers. That's the reason that that's that's the side that gets two healed. There is more damage going out. So that is the reason that that side gets two healed. Yeah. It was like over 10k HPS for me and Mao on the left side. Yeah, the other and side, everything is completely avoidable. So if you get hit by shit, it's your own fault. Okay. So, yeah, we, after, I don't even know, that took a long time to down opulence again. And then we started mm-hmm. on Conclave of the Chosen, which LB has corrected us on already. Thank you, LB. Um, And that fight I still like my just has a shitload of uh, damage going out the entire yeah. fight. Matt Faye has a shitload of everything going out. That is the um, that is this uh, tier's uh, botanist. Mm. Kitchen yeah, sink fight. Every tier has one. There's a bunch of random stuff going off at random times, and it's annoying. It's a fun fight, though. I do like that fight, uh, especially when I'm tanking it. It is a fun fight to tank because it's actual mechanics for me as a tank. It's great. I mean, when <laughs> we start getting to it, when it's not like the middle of the night and I'm ready to like kill myself at that point, I think it'll go easier. Like I seriously think there's a drop off, like between the two and three hour mark where all I people know start is, dropping. All I know is I had fun. I got to shoot laser beams and caught people. Okay. <laughs> so been doing that. Um, still been playing apex. I've been trying out some different mouth mouse methods like um instead of doing like wrist movement doing like whole arm movement so i don't know i'm trying out some things to try to up my uh fps game okay because i'm shit in that game so trying to get better and everybody has a game and a genre that they're not very good at for me it is first person shooters I'm trying it out. I'm I, I'm trying to get over the hurdle because, like, I look. I played a shitload of Heroes of the Storm games when before <laughs> I was, you know, even shit tier at MOBA. So, um, I just know it takes practice. It took you. It took you. It took you time to get shit tier. Now you have to work on getting good. Right. <laughs> and the new Path of Exile expansion came out yesterday, and I haven't played it, but it looks super fun, and I'm like. 
thinking I'm going to get sucked back into that. Awesome. So we'll see what happens there. Um, LB and I also tried the division two last weekend because mm-hmm. it was free weekend. Um, I did kind of us. like it. I did kind of like it. And Chris was there while we were playing and we were ha- LB and I were having a blast. Yeah, um, they were having a lot of fun. I was, I could hear them. They were, they were having good fun. Now, Kevin was doing his thing where he goes off and does his own thing and expects LB to know where he was and what he was doing. But other than that, no, then no, we started playing together and then LB <laughs> started shooting me. He would just I mean, randomly I would have shoot me too. and throw grenades at me. Cause um, you know, fun. And then he was also doing this thing where he was like pressing A and D really quickly, like back and forth, like so yeah, that like, his character was like shuffling in front of yeah. me. Yeah. Do you never see me doing that in raid? He was just doing that to me just to annoy me. And like okay, laughing about now it. I, now I need to know. I need to stand in front of you when we're raiding and do that. Uh, no, please don't. Please don't. It's annoying. I will be but, doing um, that regularly now. I mean, there was also like there was also some like really weird like clipping stuff and like you know just graphical glitches yeah. i guess but oh, it's you beta. know it's still beta yeah. yeah it's understandable although you know but, battle for azeroth yeah but i i <laughs> i do feel like the um the cover firing and stuff like that which kind of makes that game what it is like mm-hmm. you know jumping behind a car jumping behind a box mm-hmm. is a little smoother than it was in Division One, which I think helps out. That's and good because that was that was a problem in here. Division One, where it didn't feel very smooth to actually do some of the no. some of the stuff. No, like it, going it behind a box. Yeah, it was like it felt like um, like Legos, like you were connected mm. or you were not connected. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was no, no, no like middle ground. So this does feel more fluid. Like you can kind of like move between a box and then run and then move behind another box. And that's good that it's a big yeah. improvement on that. Yeah. That's good. And like it's got a skill system. It has like ability system. I think it'll be fun. I'm thinking about picking it up, but I'm just not completely sold on it yet. Good. Um, um, and supposedly I, a 40 hour single player campaign. So that would be That's the too. thing that I was tempted because I played Division 1. I love Division 1. Mm-hmm. But it's another case of I don't think I have the time. I'm running two WoW accounts yeah. on two different servers with two different guilds. Yeah. You're there's welcome, not, by the way. There's not <laughs> enough time for anything. I mean, I'm probably going to be even spending less time because I'm studying for an exam soon. So that's going to yeah. take a bunch of time as well. So. Yeah, it's it's a shame because there are really good non-Blizzard games that are out or coming out. Not talking about Anthem, but um, mm-hmm. you know, games worth playing. So if you're if you're you know sick of WoW, like I pretty much am right now, there are really good games that you can be playing instead. Yep, that's that's what I keep saying. If you are sick of WoW and there you don't think there's enough content. Or there's nothing that's drawing you in at the moment. Take a break. Jump back in at eight two when we're getting more content. Yep. Although I'm telling you, you're not allowed to do that because I don't want to go back to healing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still like healing. Okay, there you go. So you can still do that. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, what am I meaning? I my European guild is also uh, on uh, Conclave of the Chosen. I think we've got a little further in progression than you in regards to how many bosses, but we're about the same in regards to what's fucking us up. Um, damage. It's not not so much damage. It's just getting those getting the transitions between the actual bosses correct, as well as the actual avoidable damage being avoided because there's a lot of avoidable damage there and we're, there's just things that we aren't avoiding like you know fat boy toad uh the raptor's being kited properly um there's there's definitely things that can be improved in both groups both groups are messing up on similar things actually <laughs> um so yeah there's there's definitely things that can be that can be tuned and honed for, for uh, to get us through that and get into the next one. I'm really looking forward to getting to Rastakhan. I'm looking forward to that fight. I like that fight on normal. I'm looking forward to it on heroic. Yeah. Um, but no, we, we were all aware, both guilds were aware this was going to be our brick wall for a while because this fight is arguably one of the harder ones in the dungeon. 
And um, like uh, I was watching a Hazel Nutty vlog uh, where she was talking about the fact that they've just killed Jaina, and they Jaina was arguably almost as easy as she was on her on normal, but they wiped multiple times on Conclave and Megatork because it's like reprogressing when you go back to those fights because they are difficult fights. They are fights that you have to work around. Um, so yeah, we all knew this was going to be our brick wall for a bit. Mm, okay. Um, what else have I been doing? I have been playing a little bit of Heroes of the Storm. I've been playing a little bit more Destiny. I really haven't had time to play as much as I would like of it. Um, but uh, I've jumped in every now and then, done a couple of uh, world events, um, and I've been enjoying it. I oh, I have with WoW. I have enjoyed the fact that I've been playing my Demon Hunter and DPSing in Pawn. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying that, and I do love that our group size is small enough that it justifies it now. So I'm, mm. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm really happy about that. Um, uh, what else? I've been, uh, lots of D and D, uh, loving D and D through and through. And I bought The Witcher three. Never played a Witcher game in my life. Bought The Witcher three, and I'm doing my first playthrough on that. And I'm also live streaming that as well. So that's fun. Cool. And that's me. Um, so let's very quickly do a little bit of listener feedback. We got none, but we do love you guys. So regardless, if you do want to give us feedback, we do have a Discord, which link is on our website, azerothctc.com, where you can join through there. You also have our Twitter and our email, which is feedback at azerothctc.com. Send us your stuff. Send us your opinions. This topic is a... a the thought baby of our loved Elbe. He told us what we're going to talk about today, and we agreed, and we love this idea. So if you do have a topic or anything you want us to talk about, please let us know. We'll do it. Um, You have your top five shout-outs? You have your top five shout-outs, Kevin? Uh, yes, there are top five shout-outs for the week. Um, US, UK, Canada, Germany, and Sweden. Woo! European dominance again! Europeans love our show. We need yeah, to do, do. Mar- more marketing in Europe. <laughs> um, th- I do have a shout out. It's a little off topic, but it's something I'm very passionate about. And it's something I know some of our, uh, a good few of our listeners are, because out of the people that we talk to that are listeners, they, they, they know about it. They like it. <clears throat> um, for people who are unaware, and I don't know how you would be, I am a giant D&D nerd. I love D&D. It's wonderful. I'm trying to get Kevin to play it, but he keeps backing out randomly and it's not fun. Um, for people who are also unaware, Critical Role is a web series uh, where nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons every th- Friday night on their Twitch channel, which is uh, twitch.tv slash Critical Role. They just, they on Monday started a Kickstarter for an animated series um, uh, known as the Legends of Vox Machina, which is the, which is a story based on their first campaign that lasted a total of I want to say about five six years, and three of those years were broadcast on Twitch. Within twelve to twenty four hours, they were completely funded and have since destroyed their stretch goals, and are sitting at. Uh, last time I checked, it was 6.5 no, it's million. It's now 6.694. So it's almost $6.7 million. Now, bear in mind, they were only asking for 750000 They have smashed their goals. And mm-hmm. because of that, uh, Critical Role fans will now get an animated series instead of an animated special. We'll get two episodes on this standalone story, plus one of the most well-received and most requested arcs from the first campaign, the Briarwood arc. Uh, And we're getting multiple one-shots. So if you are a big fan of Critical Role, and I highly recommend that you do this, visit critroll.com slash animation, uh, where you'll get all the information on their uh, Kickstarter uh, as well as links to it and everything you need to know about the show and the Kickstarter event. Uh, it will la- The Kickstarter itself will last up to uh, the Friday the 19th of April. So there's 40 days left on the campaign. I highly recommend that you 
uh, Donny, if you are a fan. Yeah, and there's still a, a 7.5 million stretch goal and a stretch goal after that that they can still yes. get. Yes, uh, which will in, which will give us more one shots uh, for the 7.5 million stretch goal, as well as two additional episodes of the Briarwood arc. And for the one after that, you'll get an additional one shot hosted and GM'd by the lovely Ashley Johnston. Uh, who you may know from The Last of Us, uh, The Last of Us 2, as well as the NBC show Blindspot. Uh, she will host her one shot, as well as we will get two additional episodes of the Briarwood arc. So I think it's going to work out at eight Briarwood episodes if they get all their funding, two episodes of the Vox Machina standalone story, and I think it worked out about eight one shots. So that's a lot of content. There's a fuck ton of content. So, yes, please donate if you are a fan of Critical Role or are just interested in animation because that's what these people are. They started in animation and now they're going back to their roots with something they love. Cool. And I wanted to talk about that because that's what I'm passionate about. So, yay. Okay, let's get into, let's get into some news and then we'll move on to our topic. Uh, Kevin, why don't you take Warcraft? Warcraft. Okay, as we talked about last time, there's going to be a new patch that's dropping Tuesday. That's the 815 patch, the Tides of Vengeance. Um, there's part a new two. video that actually the video is part three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go watch the it's video that they released. It kind of it's a recap of everything that we talked about last time. So there's not too much new here, but um yeah it kind of outlines what's going to happen in the new new patch um including the revamps to the pvp zones the tools of the trade the brawlers guild um yeah good stuff fun stuff we were talking about brawlers guild before the raid last night i think it was me arlie adam and mal i want to say it was mal it was either mal or nethy was nethy there last night no she was absent must have been mal then uh sorry not last night thursday <laughs> today's saturday i've lost days um and we were just talking about how much we loved the brothers guild and how much it was it was fun and uh that were they were annoyed that there's things that we didn't get to do and things that we didn't get to finish and it was i love the brothers guild i'm so excited it's coming back i loved it uh what else is that what else is uh what else have you got for Warcraft? Um, there was a Reddit post about the portal changes that are coming in eight one five and mm-hmm. some and some um, you know ways to get to portals that you used to be able to get to easily. So if you are wondering about you know how do I get to this place because the portal's been down, I'm sure that this link will be helpful to refer back to later, so that you can kind of like until you kind of get your bearings straight with um, the new portal system. So if mm. you're upset or complaining or crying about the portal changes that they're going to make in 815, this article should help you get to where you're thinking about going yeah. with the new portal system, if that makes yeah. sense. Because I know one of the ones that a lot of people are complaining about is the Karazan one getting taken away. Not just for easy access to Karazan, but for easy access to Zogarub. Yeah. Now uh, you, and I get now that. You have I to really go do. To Stormwind, and then to Blasted Lands, and then to Karazan. <laughs> or Orgrimmar to Blasted Lands to Zogarub. It's, it's very. It adds time, but I do understand. Okay, so I understand the logic behind it in regards to making the world feel more alive, seeing more people actually out and about doing stuff in the world. But there's a quality of life aspect that you've given us for years. Why suddenly take that away? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating. But uh, some wonderful Reddit user has put uh, all this together to make it easier for someone to just at a glance say, okay, I need to do this, this, and this, and I'm done. So thank you to, what's the name? Uh, Yamago? Yamagatu? Yeah. The Yamagatu on Reddit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If I butcher, I butcher. All right, that's some what I'm of, going with. 
Some of the items that he mentions here that I am fully not aware of, the Ring mm -hmm. of the Kirin Tor teleports yes. you to Deller and Northran. Ha purchased? Do you need rep for that or you just uh, I buy that? I believe you do need to be exalted with the Kirin Tor, which isn't hard to do, especially if you play during Wrath or Legion. If you play during Wrath, you should already be exalted with the Kirin Tor because you played in Wrath. That's where the content comes from. If you played during Re Legion, those Dalaran world quests and Dalaran emissaries that you were doing were giving you Kirin Tor rep. So you should have some rep with the Kirin Tor there as well. Yeah. And I've got the guild cloak. Um, so that gives me a two hour cooldown on my yep. heart. And so I do have that. The engineering teleports, I totally forgot about that, but I You do. forgot they existed, but you're an engineer, so you're good. But I yeah, I've got one for the last expansion and the expansion before that. So I Legion don't know if <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know if they removed the old ones. I know there is one for um, I know there was one for Wrath. I don't know if there was one for Cataclysm, but that one doesn't matter because the Cataclysm putters are staying. Um, mm -hmm. I know there was one for Pandaria. I don't know if they ever did one for Warlords, though. They did do one for Warlords, and did I they? have that one. Okay, so it's just the... I, I don't know if they did one for Burning Crusade. They might have. They yeah. probably did. Um... So go back and get those materials and you should be good. And the materials shouldn't be that expensive on the Octroness, or you can just run around and mine them. Arnold, yeah. The Argent Tournament um, Crusaders Tabard. I don't have that yes. one. That takes you uh, to the Argent Tournament. Yes, which is at the very tippy top of Ice Crown, of Ice Crown uh, a Wrath of the Lich King zone in Northrend. Uh, to do that, you would go to the Argent Tournament Grounds, follow the basic quest there. It costs 50 seals. I don't believe there's a reputation requirement for it either. It's just a part of it. Uh, thankfully, it is something I actually have on my European Demon Hunter because I went back and did all that shit. So, mm. yay. And then the other one is the Ruby Slippers, which drops from the Opera <laughs> event in Old Karazhan. Mm -hmm. It's an extra Hearthstone. Um, it shares the cooldown with the Hearthstone. But, you know, fun to roleplay Wizard of Oz. One thing I will say, I do like that they have added so many little customizable and unique Hearthstones to the game. Things like the Ruby Slippers and uh, the Innkeeper's Daughter, stuff like that. I do love that. I want to see more of that. I know it's just like a little thing, but it's a little a little form of customization that you can have for your character. I love it. Well, it's nice what they're doing with the holiday events because they're they are adding those to holiday events and they actually have different animations to them. So yes, there was they have, one they have. that had the fireworks and the one that's got the globe the snow globe. Yes. Okay. I, it's one of the very few new things they've done to the holiday events. Um I still want to see a lot more from these holiday events because when it comes to other games, you see huge events for the holidays and different zones get uh, get you know things added to look very, you know Christmassy or Thanksgiving -y or stuff like that. But that's the one thing that WoW doesn't really do very well: their holiday events. And I want to see them do more to them. Uh, things like that is a step in the right direction, but they could do much more because a lot of them have been the same for the last fourteen years. Yep. So yeah. Decent article. Go check it out. Yep. Uh, that was all the news that we had on World of Warcraft. In other news, we have a old favorite of mine, one that I played back in the day. Diablo 1 is now available on good old games for $9.99. Yay! Yay! Good GOG. Not only that, uh, but they also mentioned that there were other retro games that will be coming to GOG in the future. Can I just can I just very quickly say on the GOG page for Diablo it, under the why buy on GOG.com I love mm -hmm. I love very very specifically I love it DRM free no Activision or online activation. connection required Oh does that say activation yes. I I instantly saw Activision as like oh mm -hmm. there's no Activision involved I'm going to be happy here <laughs> <laughs> Does that make me a dick? I feel like that makes me a dick. Originally released December 31st, <laughs> 1996. I had just turned six years old. Oh my God. I, yeah. was just, I had just turned six. 
Oh boy, I was starting high school then. Oh, uh, so yeah, interesting. It would have been, it, it... <laughs> Total no. size six hundred and forty megabytes. <laughs> oh, it's so uh, small. Can you even fit a quarter of WoW into that? Uh, I'm going to check right now what my WoW folder is because I'm actually kind of curious on that one now. Uh, My WoW folder is currently sitting at 62.7 gigabytes. Oh my god. 62.7. That's a hell of a game. Wow. (laughs) Well, it is wow, yeah. Wow. That is, yeah. I can't even believe that it's less than a gigabyte. I, wow. Well, because it used to have to fit onto a disc. Oh, as a point, Elder Scrolls Online is bigger. It used to have to fit on a CD. Remember those, Chris? CDs? Yeah, it used to fit on five CDs, World of Warcraft. (laughs) It wasn't just one, Kevin. The original game, and I still have the box, was five CDs. Yeah. Um, it looks like there will be online play, though, because it says Battle.net multiplayer requires you to configure router and portal settings. So are we getting Battle.net with this? That would be interesting. Where does it say uh, that? In the very beginning. So, uh, for, Hold on, hold on. At the very bottom, it says, Ah, fresh meats. Travelers looking for an authentic Diablo experience you can play uh, with, the 19, with the 1986 yada, yada, yada. And the ability to match make through the classic version of Blizzard's Battle.net online system. So it's the <laughs> oh classic Battle.net that you are using. It's not the current version. Well, yeah. I Who knows if that and a newer experience will be offered or if it's going to be straight up old school hardcore. I think it's straight up old school hardcore by the looks of it. And I'm kind of okay with that. For those wanting something modern, Blizzard and GOG have collaborated on an updated version of the game tuned for today's gaming PCs, including out-of-the-box Windows 10 compatibility, a host of bug fixes, high-resolution support, but it doesn't say anything about multiplayer. Where's that one? Where's that? That was right under the paragraph that oh, you right, okay. Oh, so it was. <laughs> Interesting. So, so it is yeah. tuned specifically for today's games. It is, it is Diablo, but modernized. I wonder it how look like graf- it, it looks like graphics, graphics are a little... Well, yeah, graphics have definitely, definitely went up on it. I would definitely it, say that. It's probably just scaling to like modern screen it's, resolution. It looks like it's going to be scaling and it's going to be cleaning up of some pixels. Um, but it, it looks clean. It looks really clean. It looks really good, actually, for for what it is. for a game that was designed in 1996. It looks really clean. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So wow, that that is a throwback. Yeah, it um, makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah, that is the news for the week. Unfortunately, there it was kind of a light news week, or at least it's the stuff that we are comfortable talking about. If Gavril's yeah. not here, we're not talking about her Son or Starcraft because that's his baby. And we're scared. Yeah. We're scared to even tread. (laughs) I don't even open the game anymore. It's not even installed. Um, So let's talk about uh, 8.2, specifically changes to the heart of Azeroth. Now, as a quick note, everything we're about to talk about, unless we say specifically that it has been confirmed... Uh, it is completely speculative and just us throwing ideas out. This is what we this is either what we would like to see from the Heart of Azeroth changes that are coming, or this is what we would not like to see. But this is in no way, shape, or form something that has been confirmed by Blizzard, other than the fact that the changes other than the fact that the necklace is changing. Okay? Yeah. Just wanna get that out there. Which <clears throat> wasn't even in it doesn't I, I don't know if it was in the official panel for eight. Well, when they were talking no, about it, World of Warcraft, it'll be confirmed where it was. It was during one of the Q and A events, uh, not at BlizzCon, during one of the live streams that they confirmed that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this very little information has been provided. Yes, this, which is so. which is why I'm okay with it because we get to speculate. I love so speculation. So what what have they said about this? So. What is happening to the heart of heart of Azeroth? Um, 
at 8.2, the rough idea that we have is that it's going to run a very similar system to what the old artifact system used to run. It'll be uh, things that you can put points into in a specific order or in whatever order you want, depending on how they're going to actually run the layout. But it's going to be very similar to the old artifact system. Um, you will... As I believe as it stands, you're going to go up to a cap of 50 in the current iteration of the Azerite uh, neck. And then from there on, you'll no longer have to unlock uh, more Azerite levels to unlock Azerite pieces, the head, shoulder, and chest. But those will go into unlocking talents on the Azerite necklace. Are you, are you still with me? Yeah. Okay. So... The way it, uh, the, that's that is the that is all the inf all the official information we have currently that that is what the system is going to run like. Okay. Now, other than other than that, there's so many things we have questions about. Is it going to be class specific? Is it going to be uh, spec specific? So uh, I'm a I'm a demon hunter. Well, I have two different layouts for vengeance and havoc. Will a druid have four different layouts for their four specs? Or is it going to be generic to demon hunters or generic to um, priests or druids? Or are they going to make it role generic? Hmm. Is it going to be something, okay, this is what it looks like for tanks. This is what it looks like for melee DPS, caster DPS, healers. There's multiple different ways they could go with this. What would your, what, what, in your opinion, what would be the best way for them to do this? The, the one that you think would be... Well, maybe we should baseline this based on the artifact weapon. Maybe it's easiest to say, okay, this is the most likely because this is what they did previously. So that would be each spec gets its own set of talents. Okay. And um, I don't know if that would be linear the way that it was in Legion, where you had to like pick a starting point and then go from there. Or if it's something that you could just, you know, pick a, a talent and just put a point in it. I mean, kind of like the old talent systems in WoW. Yeah. Or if it's something like the current talent system where you have a choice of three options and you're forced into picking one of those three options. Mm -hmm. I. See if see if it is literally the the artifact system. I'd be I'd be okay with that. I I wouldn't, and I'll tell you okay. why. Because tell me why. It, it kind of like it's the illusion of choice. Because like in the beginning, yeah, you have to pick what you put your points into, but at the end, everybody just gets everything anyway. So there's okay. no real choice at the end of the day. Okay, which I as someone who argues against bringing back the old wild talent systems for that exact reason i'm okay with that logic i understand and agree with that logic that is a fair point but um but i i think the uh, the artifact system worked okay even with that i don't think the artifact system was perfect but you know, if they just threw it in there and it was better than what we, it's better than what we have, I'd be okay with that just as a stopgap to get through this expansion. Because hmm. that see see the changes that they're doing. I this now this is me going tenfold high onto their decision making here. Um, I think the fact that they're changing it and redesigning how art Azerite pieces work and the heart works is because they know they fucked up. With artifacts yeah. and with Azerite and the Azerite yeah, pieces, I think it's a quick okay, okay, fuck, we fucked up, fix it. What do we do? What do we do? It's a panic choice. I think that's what this is, and I don't know if they've given themselves enough time to actually thoroughly develop a new system. So thus, that's why I'm saying, I think the logical choice because of the lack of t the, their lack of a time scale here would be to just take the artifact system, move stuff around, tweak a couple numbers, change some names, change some animations, throw it in. Hmm. That's yeah. just my thought process on because 
And I think we both agree they fucked up, and this is them trying to fix their fuck up. Yeah, it's definitely an adjustment based on feedback. But yeah, it's not pretty agreed. significant. Like, hey, we're going to basically change the whole thing completely. Yeah, like that's so the the old the the art the artifact not the artifact the Azerite system as it stands right now was supposed to be the system from launch to the start of the next expansion, to the pre patch. Mm. That's not happening because <laughs> you could have done better. There was yeah. a lot of room for improvement, um, and the just the general feedback from the community is very clear on that. That no one is happy. Well. I'm not going to say no one because that's generalizing. A lot of people are not happy about how the system is currently working. It's True. one of the biggest complaints that that I hear in my guild on a nearly near daily basis. Fuck this Azerite system. It, yeah, but it, I, I think the thing that's going to be more impactful is being able to completely unlock your artifact equipment yeah. when you get it. Yeah, the, right. the fact that they are breaking that limitation and breaking that the, the, the system up in two, essentially. You've got your Azerite equipment, your chest, your shoulders, your helm, that used to be so intertwined into this necklace is now just separate in its own little thing. And now they're making the heart of Azeroth separate in its own little thing. Yeah, but people are still going to complain about the talent choices on their Azerite gear, aren't they? I think once they're separate, and once it's a case of, okay, I, I've got this new piece, okay, what do they have? Oh, cool, I can use these, and actually just equip it right away, and not lose stats, and not lose uh, stuff that you already had access to. I think the, the actual Azerite equipment will be much more better received, because we're not losing access to things by getting an upgrade. True. Or not getting less tiers when you upgrade. Yeah, so for example, I upgraded, uh, I want to say it was a 385. No. Yeah. Is it 385? Yeah. 385 to a 400. I lost access to two rings. Yep, me too. And it feels bad. What, what is, like, I've, I've just lost access to something and lost five eye level points because I upgraded an item? That's not a good feeling. That's a bad feeling. I just won't use it until I can until I have enough artifact Azerite power to use them. It's a it's it. They they said that they got rid of reforging and they reduced enchanting and they reduced gem slots. All of that because people had to do too much to one item to equip it, and they wanted people to be able to just equip an item right away. The artifacts, the Azerite system completely goes back on that logic. And now I've got a 400 eye level item sitting in my bag because I can't use it because I'm losing shit for it until I get this specific yeah. level in my, my Azerite uh, neck. Yep. It goes and against to, the whole logic. You got to do the math and you have to figure out if you're getting more HPS or DPS out of it because you're getting less <laughs> rings, but it's a higher eye level. It's just like this whole big weird math problem i thought you said math problem there for a second and then it clicked <laughs> oh sorry maths because <laughs> you know in britain we add the s <laughs> yep so yeah i mean that's the thing it's i think it'll feel better because you can unlock the um the rings right away mm -hmm. and that will feel better uh, but yeah if I'm I'm sure that they're still hopefully they're still going to do some adjustments to the talents on the rings themselves because people are still complaining about those. Oh yeah, there are still talents on those rings and that are completely either completely useless or are just meh compared to other things. I mean, some of them are really fun, but if you're trying to min max, eh, you know, it's not you're not going to pick it. You're going to pick the better one. It's it's a case of an it's another case of the illusion of choice. Yeah. There is no choice. There is an illusion of choice. That's the reason I, I like the new talent system. I'm I sorry, change I my talents. What are you hiding? Oh, an illusion. No. What are you hiding? <laughs> we got away from it, Kevin. It's been almost a year. Why'd you bring nope. us back? Nope. 
<laughs> Never forget. Oh, no. An illusion. What are you hiding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nightborn. I love you. Um, but yes, it's, a, it's, it's an illusion of choice. And it's one of the things that, we com- that I complain about for the old talent system, uh, which is why I like the new talent system. I change my talents almost every boss because something is more useful than something else or I need more AOE so I can produce more AOE threat because I'm, at, I'm the ad tank or oh I need to make sure that I've got uh, this specific survivability ability because if I don't it's gonna one shot me and I need to make sure I'm I'm tanky enough for you know there's there's choice in your new and ta- the new talents you don't have to do it but if you you can do what you want with it I know people who just sit with the same talents and don't change them and yeah. it works because it, it's fine. But there are ways that you can completely utilize this talent system boss for boss or fight for fight or just to be useful in a situation that you would otherwise not use something in. It's great. I love it. And I would love that kind of a choice to come out of the heart of Azeroth with these changes. I don't imagine it's going to be that much of a choice because, like I said, I don't think they've got the time scale because this is a stopgap to something that was already sinking. Yeah. But I would love to see it. I would fucking love it. But I think we're just going to get our Azerite stuff back. Our artifact- God damn it, I keep doing it. I keep mixing <laughs> up artifacts and Azerite. I think we're just going to get our artifact stuff back. Or at least iterations of them. I don't think it's going to be exact, but I think we're oh, definitely going to see that, it for iterations. Uh, I don't know how I would feel about that. I think certain things I would be happy for, and then other things I would be like, you're just kind of, you know, this is... I, I would feel bad about it. I would feel like it's just a rehash. As a Vengeance Demon Hunter, there is at least two, maybe three traits that I would really like to see back. Um, One of them... Um, would depending on how much damage you took, or I think it was how much damage you did, it would activate your metamorphosis for six seconds. So you were always in, so you're almost always had met activated, and it was such a great damage mitigator. And there was the other one where you could activate it, and it just popped soul orbs out for you to utilize as a little okay. I need healing. I need healing. I need healing type type of type of thing. And I miss those so much. They were great. I missed them. <laughs> I would love to see them back. I'd love to see. Uh, I'd love to see iterations of them back. Yeah, I mean, Is, there was once I've talked about it previously, but there was a talent for holy that you could cast something on someone that would heal them, and then anything you do after that, it get, it's like a bonus to the healing that you're doing to them. Like I miss yeah. that talent every fucking raid. <laughs> Like, all the time I missed that talent. There were so many things about the artifact system and the artifact weapons that completely redesigned your class and made it play differently and just in a way that I don't think we're ever going to experience again because I think class design in Legion was so fucking good for most classes. Not all, for most. Uh, Survival was lacking. Shadow Priests were lacking. Um, I think elemental, not not elemental enhancement shamans. That's that they were in their prime back back in Legion. They were fucking beautiful back in Legion, and now look what's happened to them. Yeah. They've taken so much away from with the art with the artifact system that they feel empty and they feel clunky and they've just not fixed them. No, I I don't know if I fully agree with that. I mean, I think they did that on purpose. They did it so like for that expansion, here would be some things that are different that you can mess around with and they allows them some space to experiment. They should be able to do something like that in this we expansion too. We had three too. enhancement shamans that swapped to other classes or other specs because enhancement was garbage and it still is after Legion. But like the artifact weapon wasn't meant to fix that. Like there should have no, like, but that's what I'm saying. The artifact weapon added so much to the class that made it feel so good to play and so good in raid situations and mythic situations that once it was taken away, class was empty. Hmm. And they haven't done anything to make the class feel better. Hmm. That's one of the that the shaman community is up in arms with Blizzard because of this. It's one of the biggest controversial things that have came from Battle for Azeroth that the shamans just feel 
uncared like they feel like Blizzard doesn't care about their class. And I there there's nothing there's nothing that says otherwise because Blizzard very clearly at 8.1 says, yeah, we've got sweeping shaman changes that are gonna fix all the problems. We're we're sorry it's taken so long. And then nothing happened. They got some buffs here and there, but it wasn't anything that actually fixed the spec. And Hasper mm. Shamans are not happy. Far from it. Yeah. Neither are Elemental Shamans. I mean, Resto is in a good place. Specs need to feel good baseline without any additional systems. Period. And then the system yeah. should add or tweak or change or modify yep. how that plays, but it shouldn't be like, oh, it's not playable unless you have the Legion Artifact system or unless you have you know, the Azerite necklace. Well, the, so I don't know if I ever told, I don't know if you're aware of this. See, when Demon Hunters first came out, they came out early. If you had pre-ordered, you got access to them during Warlords of Draenor for, I think, okay. three weeks for raiding. Mm-hmm. I only had two talents. Because? Because you start at 89, because you start at 98. You get a talent at 99 and 100. And then the other ones are spread out throughout the Legion zones. The class felt unplayable for those three weeks. I know it wasn't important, but it's another case of, eh, I get what you're doing, but maybe think of that beforehand. Because for those three weeks, I really wanted to play my Demon Hunter, but I felt unusable because I couldn't really tank shit. I didn't have my, um, my last resort. I didn't have. Uh, my artifact weapon that the demon hunters were built around. The initial demon mm. hunter builds were built around the art of having the artifact. I mean, they've changed them since, obviously, and they've changed them to feel pretty much the exact same, with the exception of like one or two of the gold traits from the weapons. But that yeah. didn't happen for shamans. Shamans were, were shamans were fine. And Mr. Pandaria shamans were really. I, I was a resto shaman in Mr. Pandaria, and I did enhancement as well. Um, I did the Mr. Pandaria challenge modes as a resto shaman, and I got gold, and I got my transmog. Then Legion came around, and shamans that are in my guild were enhanced. We had an enhancement, we had an elemental, and we had a, a resto shaman. Our enhancement shaman is now a resto shaman. And he refuses to play enhancement because not only did they remove the artifact, they gutted the class. They took stuff away and added things that didn't fit and didn't work well. Um, our elemental shaman uh, is still elemental, but he swapped to warlock for the very start of the expansion until uh, elemental was fixed. Elemental is fixed to an extent. He's happy with how it's fixed. He still wants more, but it, it works. And our wrestle shaman is a wrestle shaman is a warlock now. He just wanted to change. But my point is, enhancement is still just it was so good. And then they did all these changes for the artifact, and they didn't do it. There's a lot of there's a lot of lost trust, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Battle for Azeroth has just been an expansion of lost trust. For, for Blizzard. We, there's a lot of things that they fixed in Legion and then they took away in battle and it's just frustrating. I went off on a whole tangent there and I apologize. That was like way tangenty. Hmm. It's one of those things that you start like, like, a, like a 30 second conversation on it and then it just your passion takes over and I apologize. Yeah, I mean... There, there's um, a whole discussion to be had on should they be balancing based on the class alone or the class plus the additional system that's being added. I mean, I'm assuming like at the end of the day, they need to see how it all plays together to determine if it's on par or less than another class that's also using those talents in a live raid environment, for example, or you know, looking at the data that they're getting from the raids to make those adjustments. I'll say they've learned from their mistake on that part because I feel like I can play my class without the art, without the Azerite stuff. I can play my okay. class effectively without the Azerite stuff. But, but with the, the line stuff. between the artifacts 
and your class was so was so tiny. It was an invisible line between the two that you could not see because they were so ingrained into the class design. Mm-hmm. They became such a necessary. They be, not not necessary. Oh no, yeah, necessary for some classes. They were fucking necessary. They became such an important class design that by the end of the expansion, you could not really unless you knew specifically this is a, something from my weapon. You would not know. Unless you knew specifically, this is something specifically for my weapon and I'm going to lose it, you would not have known. Hmm. Because they were so... It was like yin and yang. They worked perfectly together. The class design and the artifact design worked perfectly together. And you do not get that feeling with the the Azerite stuff. I see. So and that's why I want them to bring back the old artifact system because it fucking worked <laughs> in regards to making your class feel epic. And I would probably argue that that only works because there wasn't a choice, there was an illusion of choice, and they would just balance for all of the talents once you get them. And that's probably why Which, it was more balanced than yeah. Azure. And I'm okay with now. that. I'm okay with that because I don't see the point in. Uh, I don't see the point in the artifacts, the Azerite system as it is now, because there is also an illusion of choice, because there is always one that is mathematically better. Which makes me wonder why they're even tweaking it around in the first place. The, you know, the, the only thing that I think would really work is if you had multiple choices, but each choice was mathematically identical, but the play style was slightly different. And you know. that I fucking agree with. I would love, I would love a talent. There's one, th- one thing I will say about the current talent system. It's not a hundred percent on making sure that each tier is unique. I mean, you've you've got the crowd control tier, you've got the like overpowered tier, you've got all that stuff. But one of the things I would love to see is a just a choice of three different three different things. One that is really good for solo, uh, say single target bosses. One that's good for AOE mechanics. One that is really good for, let's say, burst. Uh, let's say burst. Yeah, exactly. You've got a sustain. You've got an AOE, and you've got a burst. Mathematically, they are all the same, but each is your. Each, you can choose whichever one is good for you in that current situation. That is what I think would mm-hmm. be great. It's going to be a fucking nightmare to try and balance fucking nightmare to try and balance but that is what they should be trying to work towards an actual choice dependent on your situation and it is your choice to do it or not and that it is mathematically balanced but it's so fucking hard to do and even if it's not mathematical i wouldn't care if it's not identical in terms of mathematical balance if it fits the situation like if I'm talking about healing and I have like a single target heal versus an AOE heal, if I'm in an AOE fight, I'm going to pick the AOE talents. I don't care if that AOE healing is identical to my single target healing in the long run. I just want to know that it works for that situation. I mean, that works too. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you would care if the DPS was identical across those different talent choices. I mean, as they're long not going to be identical. That's yes. the thing. They're not going to be identical because AOE is typically more DPS than what single target is. That's just a right. fact. You're going to, if there's like 10 mobs around you and I do I beam, it's going to be 100k. If I do I beam to a single target, it's going to be about 15k. Right. That's just mathematically fat. That's factual. I mean, you care more about it fitting the situation than yeah. the numbers. Yeah, hundred percent. It's got to be. You've got to have enough choice so that you can build around your situation rather than just this one is mathematically better regardless of the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why I like the talent systems. Uh, the current, maybe maybe not even the current system because there's definitely. For, for Havoc Demon Hunters, there's Cookie Cutter. That's it. There's no choice for Havoc. For Vengeance, there's a choice. There's no choice for Havoc. Yeah. and I mean, if you look... At, honestly, uh, go and have a look at Mining Guth's talents. You'll find one talent different. 
And that's the tier that doesn't really matter because it's it's crowd control, crowd control, and crowd control. Yeah, that's the same for our holy too. And that entire tier doesn't really matter. You can use your own uh, discretion on that one. You'll find one talent different between the with between the, our two demon hunters. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think what we're kind of settling on is the neck itself. The talents on the neck itself should be static and work like the legion artifact there's choice but eventually you're just going to get everything so i think that's what it's going to be i think that Mm -hmm. was going to be purely because of the lack of time that they've had to do this i would love to see a system where yes the talents are static in regards to they're all the same um whether it be for uh no actually no scratch that i would like to see it for every i would like to see a different setup for every single fucking spec right yeah i would like to see a single a setup for every single spec very similar to what the current system is for talents i think the talent system is a good thing to work off of because it works and i would like to see it so that it's maybe again doesn't have to mathematically be exact but I would like them to at least work, like have a choice for situation rather than just be, okay, I'm going to go around this way because these are mathematically the best. Just let it be, oh, okay, I'll take these talents because better single target. Oh, next fight's uh, AoE. Use an item, swap them around. These are for AoE. You know, let's give us some choice, please. Yeah. So the neck would be static, but. I still think the Azerite gear should have, you know, basically change it to be only situational. So like situation A, B, C, and there's talent choices that match those different situations. Yeah, there you go. That's Kevin, mwah, genius. There you go. That's that's how to do it. Rather than have, having the neck be the old artifact system and then give us actual choice on the fucking Ar- Azerite items. Yeah. Because that's even like you could have and one Azerite gear. Do not gear. make me go to a fucking vendor and spend thousands of gold <laughs> to do it. You got yeah. rid of that shit with talents back in the day. Why are you bringing it back? It's fucking ridiculous. So even well, I mean, I rather have that than like no, no. Arley had Arley had to swap. Arley had to send me gold because I didn't have enough gold when I was jumping between Windwalker and Messweaver and didn't have two sets of gear yet. Arley sent yeah. me gold because I had to change talents every almost twice every fucking raid. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But and it was getting to the point where I was up to like ten k. I mean, it's easier to it's easier to switch out gear like artifact gear or Azerite gear than it is to like re-talent your neck. That's what I'm thinking. So like I would rather yeah. have the situational, you know, um, you know, burst versus sustained damage talents on the gear because I could always keep that piece of gear for one situation and then get another piece of gear for I, a different situation. I don't want to have like 40 armor sets in my bag though. Like I already have like, my druid already has four sets. I don't need... It doesn't need to have another but, uh, five for different but, uh, situations. Yeah, I mean, I think Just ultimately... Me though, fly. Ultimately, that's going to be the correct choice because I think it's better and easier for Blizzard to um, balance the Azerite neck having a static set of uh, talents mm-hmm. per spec. No, that's fine. That's fine. And I agree with that. But give us a fucking item that lets us change the Azerite talents <laughs> on the on the gear you already do it for for Here, actual, the actual talents put it on the fucking tome we already have two sets of tomes where you can Boom. change talents just fucking flip the switch so that we can switch the azurite talents when you click the tome End there of story. you go logic oh my god logic is being thrown at blizzard how are they going to respond <laughs> i'm or, sorry i'm very I mean, angry about battle they for could Azeroth. even make a new tome about it you know, there there could even be a brand new tome specific for Azerite gear, but I mean, it would it scri- scribes would love it. They'd make some fucking money. Yeah. Is there anything else we feel like we need to talk about in regards mm. to this topic, or did we talk it to death? I mean, 
you know, but right before we jump off that subject, I mean, I, I get why they make it so that you can't just flip those things on the fly because people I would don't. be flipping it during a fight. You um, can't flip it during a fight. You can't flip talents during a fight. It's impossible. You can't use those items when you're in combat. Yeah, I mean, so that's I don't know a why there has to be a lockout at all now with tomes. I mean, I don't understand why there has to be a lockout at all for switching talents. It's just there is no argument for why they put it on a vendor and charge you money for it. There is no argument to it. Yeah, especially when tomes exist for for regular. Especially talents. when tomes exist, you can't do it during combat anyway. Because you can't put a new talent in during combat. You can wipe a talent. Can't put a new one in. Oh, I'm in make, the middle of combat. Let's gimp myself. Make tomes unlock Azerite talents. 2019. Uh, that's my platform I'm running on. As long as it ain't making it great again, I'm happy with that. <laughs> right. Uh, let's move on to don't do that or don't do that. Kevin? Um, hmm. do that or don't do that. I have some things that I'm salty about, but I'm going to leave it to myself. I'm going to keep it to myself today. Okay. I actually have a don't do that. All right. Uh, I was doing a normal dungeon on my hunter today. Mm -hmm. We uh, doing a Taldazar. Uh, I got through. Now, bear in mind, this is a normal dungeon. I cannot stress this enough. Not normal, normal dungeon. Nope. Normal, normal. Leveling dungeon. I was 115 leveling my hunter. Um, wasn't heroic, wasn't mythic, wasn't mythic plus, wasn't a raid, normal leveling gotcha. dungeon. Gotcha. Okay. Got in there, paladin tank, there was a warlock, there was a, there was a boomkin, and there was a discipline priest. What, what were you again? I was a BM hunter. Okay. Now we're going through this dungeon, we got, we kill uh, Razan, nobody died, no problem, popped bloodluster in the fight, because hunter, um, and it was fine. Moved on to the next boss. As we're heading up towards the next boss, there's a vote, a vote to kick the pops up. The healer's name is there. Bad healer. What? No, one, no one's died. I'm looking at my healing meters. He's doing fine. He's a decimal priest. We're, he's doing good DPS numbers, doing good healing numbers. What's the, what's the problem? Click no. Vote failed. The paladin tank then starts bitching about this healer. Are you going to do some fucking healing? Are you going to do some fucking healing? He's doing plenty of healing. He's doing oh, twice no, your he healing. He doesn't understand. He's doing twice your healing and he's doing DPS. He's doing fine. He What's the it. problem? He just so I defend the healer and he uh -huh. bitches and rages and leaves. So uh, okay. did did he not understand what discipline? No, he is? understood what he understood discipline. He's just an asshole. Um he okay. completely understood discipline. He's just a fucking asshole. So, okay. Swap to a tenacity pet. Okay. Dude, heal my heal my heal my uh Hydra. We'll be fine. So we continue. Queue up again to get the replacement tank. Uh, we're going through healing my pet fine. I'm throwing up men pet just to help him out. And we're going through. Guess who comes back? Guess who gets matched with us again? No, the same guy. The same fucking guy. Oh no. He zones in, zones out, sits outside and just waits. I ain't coming back. You guys are <laughs> shit. I ain't coming back. And this I'll is after no one died. No one died, not a single person. I'll, I'll come back once you get rid of that healer and that hunter. But What? <laughs> <laughs> so we keep going. We keep going. He leaves. Because the vote to kick finally worked. Um, oh, on the on that guy. <laughs> on that guy. So now he you're, leaves. Oh, now you're kicking the tank. Okay. Yeah. And then we get a warrior. Swap back to my devil star, and we just go. It's like it's a normal dungeon. It's not like we're doing a mythic plus. It's not like we're doing mythic raiding. It's why? a normal dungeon. Yeah, His healing's fine. You're just being a dick. Why? I still don't understand why was he was he letting the paladin spike. No, the paladin was fine. I was fine. The, the, the warlock, there was no one dying. It was fine. Hmm. That's very odd. I don't, maybe, was he PM? I, I, I don't get it. Did he have was, to, like, click a cooldown? Oh, my God. I mean, you know, doing his job, he's the tank. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I genuinely don't get it. It was, it just it blew. So my general thought is just, don't be a cunt for no reason. Just, just. 
Or if you're going to say something like that, there should be some facts to back it up. Yeah. If you're going to criticize somebody, actually have actually criticize them for a real reason, not just because you're a cunt. Mm-hmm. I don't, it, it just blew my mind. It was 20 minutes of my day that was like, what? Is Wait, this was happening? The, was the priest a gnome? Uh, no, we're Horde. Oh. It was on Europe, and it, that's why oh. I was so shocked. I never see it. It never <laughs> happens. Oh my God. I mean, I expect it when I'm on the American servers because, you know, assholes. But <laughs> I've never oh. experienced that before. I, like, I do want some European listeners to write in about this and let us know, is this true or is this just Chris's experience? It's like, what? <laughs> so that's, Do assholes that's, exist on the EU servers? I mean, I'm sure they do. I just don't see them ever. <laughs> I have good friends. I don't see them. Well, no, actually, scratch that. My friends are all assholes. But that's how we communicate <laughs> with each other. We are seriously, I've known these people for 10 years, and if we're being nice to each other, something's wrong. Yeah. Like, seriously, something's wrong if we're being nice to each other. We love each other so much. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I am, I am about out of stuff to talk about today. Okay, good well. Talk. Good talk. Good talk, buddy. That is our show for the week, folks. Uh, you can talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show is AzerothCTC.com. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. I am at Akari underscore Mag. And Gavril is at Gavril underscore ET. You can send emails to feedback at AzerothCTC.com. Uh, for links to today's show, you can visit our website, which is AzerothCTC.com. You can send us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes, all those lovely places. As always, we do love you guys. So, from all of us, thank you very much. See you. Good night, Kevin. Good night.